This is Bet MGM tonight. Join us for live sweats. Yes. That was a big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gudikin sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40 and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvath, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. Hour number three, Bet MGM tonight. Ryan Horvath, PJ Glasser. Friday night. Gonna hit on some college hoops. Take a look at some scores right now. Pretty much in the NBA. Not the uh not the biggest sports night of the year right now. Uh you got the Atlanta Hawks up 71 to 67. On the Raptors, back to being six and a half point favorites over at BetMGM. Total, geez, 251 and a half. Uh, Sixers up 57-56 on the Cavs. One and a half point dogs still at home in Philly. The total in that game, 213 and a half. You got the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder up 67-53 on the Wizards. 18 and a half point favorites right now at home at OKC. Total in that one, 254 and a half. Suns and Rockets tied up at 46 Rockets, four and a half point dogs. You got the uh, Grizzlies up 53 48 on the Clippers, and then the uh, Heater up 57 42 on the Pelicans. Nine and a half point favorites. Total in that game, 228 and a half. All right, Peach, let's hit on some games for tomorrow. Uh, and let's just uh, start with the early slate. Any leans, any likes? Let's hit on most of these games. We got some big games coming up tomorrow. Now, Indiana, they're a stay away from me the rest of the way. Penn State. Just had a big cover and outright win against Illinois for me the other night. Yet Penn State's at home, only laying three and a half. We just bet Indiana at home. If I can't trust Indiana at home, a Big Ten team at home, where they're covering like at a 70% clip, I don't know how I trust Indiana at home, but I look at this number. Opened at two and a half, we're up to three and a half. Number tells me Indiana's probably winning this game outright. Total in the game, 152 and a half. You got two teams that have underperformed, obviously, in the Big Ten. Any lean in this game for you? None. None. Absolutely right. nothing, Ryan. I don't want anything to do with Indiana. They're dead to me after the Nebraska game. Penn State, great cover for you, like you said. Are they going to have anything in the tank? 12 p.m. noon local tip. That could be a sleepy start. You know what? That could be like a first half under kind of game. You know, with a total of 152 and a half, you're probably going to get a nice number there. If I would bet anything, maybe like a first half under, but I don't know. Both teams have been so bad on defense um, recently that maybe you don't want to touch it. Missouri-Arkansas is like the same game as Penn State-Indiana. I mean, I, let me tell you, the college basketball schedule makers did us a favor making Baylor and Houston at noon with some of these other games so we can just lock in on that game and uh, not have to watch the others because, you know— Ryan, it's just like on a college football Saturday. It's That's the beauty of college. There are so many games, you don't have to bet them all. And uh, I would advise people not to bet Penn State, Indiana, and Missouri and Arkansas because between those two, te- those two games, yeah. those four teams, you don't know what you're going to get. No, so true, man. Arkansas, five-and-a-half-point favorite. The total in that game, 145-and-a-half. And And then you have Notre Dame-Syracuse. That's another stay away for me. Syracuse at home laying seven-and-a-half. Notre Dame this season, just absolutely brutal, 10-and-16. It's a rebuild year, so you expected that. Syracuse, 17-and-10. I mean, I would lean Syracuse, but I don't really want to bet them at that number. 
Uh, 132.5 is the total in that game. You got Houston-Baylor, pretty big game. No line movement. Houston open as a two-and-a-half-point road favorite against Baylor. Houston number two in the country. Baylor number 11. Baylor the home team. Total in the game, 136.5. See, again, here's one where the number's telling me to take Baylor, but I actually I don't know how they match up against Houston. I like Houston in this game, to be honest with you, Peach. I'm not going to bet it. I'm just going to sit back. I'm going to enjoy this game. There's too much that I like tomorrow. But I would actually lean Houston. I, I tried to talk myself into Baylor mainly because of the number, because of the home court advantage. I would say they need this one a little bit more, but both teams are going to be just fine as far as seeding. So I'm, I'm going to stay away. What do you think here? Completely agree with you. Um, I think this game is correlated because both teams have their strengths. Baylor's number four offense, according to Ken Palm. Houston's number one defense. If you like Baylor, I think you got to like the over in the game because if they're keeping it close, if they're going to win, they're probably scoring. And then on the flip side, if you like Houston, especially on the road, you think their defense is going to carry them. It's going to be a little bit of a lower scoring game. The total at 136 and a half. Ryan, when I'm handicapping college hoops and we got a contrast of styles like this, and we got a really good offensive team and a really good defensive team, I always think the total is kind of an indicator of where of like what side Vegas is probably on, right? And a total of 136 and a half tells you it's probably going to be more of a defensive kind of game, which lean me towards Houston. I'm like you where I don't want to bet it. I just want to watch it. I lean towards the Cougars, but I certainly think if you like Houston, I would take the under in the game. And if you like Baylor, I would take the over. All right. I like Wake tomorrow. Wake's a two and a half point favorite over Duke tomorrow. I mean, Duke is obviously hot right now. And I think Duke's a good team. I like Duke come tournament time. Um, like you said, I mean, I don't trust them if they go up, if, if they get a matchup where a team can get physical with them. I like Filipowski. If Proctor's healthy, I think that obviously helps. I like the freshmen that they have there too. Wake, though, has been a fun story all season long. Where I mean, their odds in the ACC were absolutely ridiculous coming into the season. I believe they were like 100 to 1 to win the ACC. They're not going to win the ACC, but they're 17 and 9. They're home here. They're two and a half point favorites. Totals 151 and a half. I like Wake. Anything for you in this one? Or are you staying away from here? Staying, staying away. I would also lean with Wake as well. I would probably just take them on the money line. Duke right now, Ryan, they're just doing what they did last year, man. They're getting on a roll right now at the end of the year, and all the pressure is on Wake. I'll tell you the bet I do like in this game. If Wake gets up and we can take, like, you know, Duke at a plus 7.5, plus 8.5, something of that nature, I, uh, I would like Duke alive plus the points. Because you certainly know, Wake knows, if they win this game, they're in the tournament. So it's not going to be easy. Yeah. You know it's going to be tough for them. This is their first sellout that they're having at Wake since 2017, right? So obviously everybody in Winston-Salem's fired up for this game. They get to play Duke. Um, it's going to be an awesome environment. I do think they win. I would take them on the money line if I were to bet it. But I do think waiting to see how this game plays out, trying to get a number live with Duke, I think that'd be the way to go. Washington, Arizona. Now, do we bet Arizona? They're still at home here. They're 14 and a half point favorites. Total in the game, 166 and a half. Is this the bounce back spot for Arizona or is this a stay away? Also a pretty this big is... game though for Washington. I mean, they're not even on the bubble. They're three games above 500, but still, I mean, huge game for them. This is a huge game for them. Um, I think I'm going to stay away. I, you know, we just watched Marquette, and we just watched them obviously have a tough loss against UConn. They got blown out. They responded. That was against DePaul. Now, Washington's not as bad as DePaul is. Um, 
But yeah, Arizona coming off a loss, especially a heartbreaker like that one on Thursday night against Wazoo. I think the quick turnaround actually favors them. Ryan, I kind of like the over in the game, man. Like, don't you look yeah. at this game with these two teams? You look at 166 and a half and you're saying to yourself, somebody knows something. Like that, that total just, I don't know, man. Like that would scream over to me. I would look at Arizona team total over. Um, that'd probably be my play. Like, I think Arizona could get, like, 95-100 in this game. So, look at the total for the game. Look at Arizona team total over. Don't know if I like anything for the side. That total, though, just jumps out at you, like, 166.5. Yeah. Arizona's obviously a really pot uh, potent team. Like, Washington, let's check out uh, what their Ken Palm rankings are. I don't think they're anything crazy. Washington is 45th. See, the 45th offense against Arizona, who's a top 10. I mean, 166 and a half, I think somebody knows something. I'd, I'd probably take the over or take Arizona team total over. BYU-Kansas State tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern tip-off. It's a one-and-a-half-point spread. Kansas State at home, one-and-a-half-point dogs in this game. Big 12, man, the Big 12 conference is so damn deep. I mean, what are they going to get, nine, ten teams into the tournament here? Um yeah, and then you have Kansas State. They're struggling right now. They've lost seven of the last eight games. They started with a 4-1 and one conference start. They're struggling right now, so this is a big game. That number's telling me that Kansas State's probably the side. BYU's clearly the better team, but they're on the road here. Kansas State might end up being a bet for me tomorrow, actually, in this game. Anything for you, or is this a stay away here in the Big 12? There are two games that I absolutely love on this slate. There are two others that I really like. This is one of the two that I really like, and I really like Kansas State. I think this is an awesome spot for them. BYU yeah. has not – again, we were talking about it with Auburn and Alabama. Like, those are two teams that really haven't beaten anybody away from home. BYU is the same kind of thing. Kansas State, they're really tough at home, like you said. Their games are always seemingly close. And uh, I think Kansas State wins this thing outright. If you want to take the one and a half, I certainly uh, wouldn't argue against that. Kansas State could – this probably is going to be a one-possession game right down the wire, but I think K-State wins it. Want to get your best bets, obviously, for Saturday. And we'll do that again to close out the show. But Iowa-Illinois, Illinois, again, they had an eight-point lead with like 30 seconds to go. They were up 10 with two minutes to go. Disappointing loss, but they go back home to Champaign. Terrence Shannon balled out in that game, by the way. He had a career high in points. He also had double-digit rebounds. They're nine-and-a-half-point favorites over Iowa. High total of 168.5 for a Big Ten game, that is. Any uh, look for you here? I actually kind of like Illinois, Peach, but I don't love the number. I might wait and kind of like hope that this is like a slow start for both teams and get Illinois at a better number. I would do like five-and-a-half to six-and-a-half. I don't really want to lay nine-and-a-half or double digits here, though, against Iowa because I never really know what to expect from Iowa this year. Totally but fair. Teams in the Big Ten. Yeah. I know. I actually like the under in the game. I think this is too many points, 168 yeah. and a half. I know you're getting two really, really good offenses, but this is going to be one of those games when I think you're watching, you realize like how much has to go right for you to get to like 169, 170 points. I like the under, especially after the way Illinois lost that game against Penn State. I think they're going to come out a little ticked off. They're going to come out with a good energy, especially on the defensive side. Um, so, yeah, I like another team total over. I would like with Illinois, would lean your way as well, laying the nine and a half, but I like the under for the game. Uh, I think Illinois is going to score their points. This feels like a, like an 88-70 to 70 kind of game or something like that, so I'll take the under. 
What do you think about OK State tomorrow? 12 and 14 on the season, two games below 500. One and a half point dogs against Oklahoma, who's 18 and 8. The fighting Porter, uh, Porter Mosers. Um, what do you think about this one? Any, any thoughts at all, or is this a stay away for you? I kind of like Oklahoma State, to be honest, at home, as bad as they've been this season. I think they I win know. this game out. Yeah, I mean, you and I live for these kinds of games. You know, this is like, this is kind of that Stanford, Oregon type game. I mean, this is one of those bets that you just make that long term is profitable. I mean, the line is telling you to bet Oklahoma State in this game, not saying that they'll win, not saying that they'll cover. But that, I mean, that would certainly be the side for me. Oklahoma's been a funny team this year. That's obviously a rivalry game. You mentioned it. Oklahoma State's having a terrible year. They're one of the worst teams in the Big 12. But they still have the capability of really playing teams tough, especially at home. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to play it, but it could only be Oklahoma State or pass for me. Kentucky, Alabama. We talked about this one enough. We both like Kentucky in this game. Uh, tell the people why you like Kentucky, and then I want to get your best bets. I'll throw out the ones that I bet already so far as well. Yeah, so I just love Kentucky because of the spot. I mean, they're coming off a loss. You could see the LSU game coming on Wednesday. Like we were talking about, it was such a sandwich spot. They played Auburn on Saturday in game day. Bama was upcoming. They had LSU middle of the week. They should have won that game. They lost it on a tip and buzzer. You're getting them off of a loss. You're also getting them off of three straight home losses. That's never happened before at Rupp Arena. I just think Bama's due for a loss. They haven't been able to beat anybody this season who's good away from home. Their two losses in SEC play were when they were road dogs to Tennessee and Auburn. They're a road dog again tomorrow. I think Tennessee or uh, Kentucky gets the job done. I think they win. I think that price is only going to go up. It opened around a pick em. So BetMGM still hasn't opened up a line yet on the game, which I think is telling because they know that Kentucky money is coming in and they kind of want to yeah. see where they open it up. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, go out there and, and shop around and bet Kentucky because I, I think that number is only going to go up on the Cats on the money line. I love Kentucky. I'm probably going to end up betting Houston tomorrow as well as two-and-a-half-point favorites against Baylor. I just I think Houston's the better team, man, and I actually kind of like this spot for Houston. I think they're going to get up in this game. I'm going to mm-hmm. bet that actually when we go to commercial break. It's a big spread, another favorite. I don't. I I rarely bet favorites like big favorites in college hoops. I like Iowa State going back to Ames as seventeen and a half point favorites tomorrow against West Virginia. I think they win that game by twenty plus points. I'm with you on Kentucky. I kind of like Texas tomorrow. I think seven is. I, I know Kansas is at home, and I hate betting against Kansas at home. Opened at six and a half. Now that we're at seven, I think that's like a four and a half five point game or spread. To be honest with you, like. Kansas, I get it, man, and I get right, right now they're projected to be a two seed, but they go like six deep. Their leading scorer has been banged up. I, I kind of like Texas in a like a semi desperate spot to at least keep that game close. Those are the those are the ones I bet so far. Um, you know the spots that I like, but we could add more obviously before we get off the air here tonight. Yeah, well. that that Texas Kansas spot I'm staying away from. That that's a that's a spooky game. I'm not touching that. Um, it would probably be Kansas' first half for me. It would be the play. I'd probably lay it with them, too, before I'd bet Texas. Game of the year, though, Horvat. Georgetown at DePaul. Georgetown laying four and a half. Who are we taking? No. We're staying away from that one. We'll hit on some Big Ten futures next in college hoops. we got to get to some scores around the NBA. BetMGM tonight. Ryan Horvat, PJ Glasser, wrapping up the week here on uh, BetMGM tonight on Friday night.
It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL. Let the conversation continue with BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Ryan Horvath, the Big Weissler, BetMGM Tonight continues here on a fantastic, fabulous Friday. Get you set for some college hoops tomorrow. We got some NBA going down right now. Not a whole lot of college basketball. Peach, I feel like they should just have one or maybe like two huge games every Friday. Although I guess that's tough to do when you have all the big games on Saturday. Then you got to save a couple for Sunday, obviously. Right. For your show. I feel I feel right like now, they did that the last couple years, didn't yeah. they? Like, I remember there being right. some like Big Ten games on Friday nights, but I guess they don't do that anymore. Yeah, I thought so. But no, I mean, like nothing. It's like Ivy League and <laughs> not yeah. a whole lot there unless you're uh, trying to bet Princeton on a Friday night. But. I just like to save my money for a Saturday. We do have some games in the NBA. Looking good on one. It's the uh, 76ers up right now. 72 to 67 on the Cavs. They're three and a half point favorites on the live line in the third quarter. A minute 25 to go. Live total down to 199 and a half. And then you have the uh, Toronto Raptors, though, unfortunately, up 96-90 on the Hawks going into the fourth quarter. Raptors now two and a half point favorites. How about that? How about a little 2-0 and start? out of the gate after the all-star break for the Toronto Raptors who are um, literally not even trying to win games right now. Peach, the Hawks are terrible. The Hawks have yeah. to be the team that has cost me the most money. I would say the last three years, I was like kind of all in on the Hawks. So what happened was when they pulled off that upset, I guess you would call it in the playoffs, the year that Ben Simmons got the yips against the 76ers. I kind of thought, the Hawks were like the up and coming team in the Eastern conference. Cause remember they went to the Eastern conference finals and they actually probably should have beat the bucks. Cause Giannis didn't even play the final two games. Remember he got hurt. We didn't even mm-hmm. think Giannis was going to be able to go for the finals, but uh, I thought the Hawks were like the up and coming team. And since then they've been like a huge disappointment, man. They traded away. John Collins. Trey young is not that guy. Imagine if you could have had Luca, but you took Trey young anyway, uh, Hawks down six Sixers up four. Uh, Wizards down tw- 20 to the Thunder. As I look at Chet Holmgren watch, as we got the double-double for Peach. Right Need now, two Chet rebounds. has 19 points, and he's got eight boards, and he's got no assists. Chet, dude, he's done that in 15 minutes, too. He's the real deal. Are you surprised at all at how good Chet is? Because I loved him at Zaga. The only thing that concerned me was how thin he was. And remember, he always used to get in foul trouble in big games, yeah, too. But he would. I NBA's. know. That was the thing. It was just he was so scrawny when he was at Gonzaga. Um, yeah. I, I am a little surprised how good he is. He's just he's so agile for a guy his bit, uh, as tall as him. He's shooting the ball a lot better this early on in his career than I thought he would. So, yeah, man, he's a good player. He's obviously a great rim protector. I mean, he's a great shot blocker. He's so long. Um, so, yeah, Chet's great. I mean, OKC certainly has their two guys to build around with, with SGA and Chet. I'm watching him right now. I just need two more boards, Horvat. Two more boards, and then between Jokic and Chet, I'm gonna. Add, I just, you know, if you can't, if the Wizards can't win games, at least they can win me bets when I bet against them. So that uh, that would be nice. Yeah, down now, eighty to sixty-two. Uh, you got the uh, Rockets up fifty-seven, fifty-two on the Suns. Rockets one and a half point favorites on the live line. 
Total in that game, 222.5. The Grizzlies up 59-56 on the Clippers. Clippers let us down last night. Second night of a back-to-back for them. Um, can't lose to the to the Grizzlies. I know it's the regular season and it doesn't really matter, but can't have that happen. And also right now, we got a, we got a game because that's what happens in the NBA when you're up big. It's the uh, Heat 61, Pelican 60. Heat one and a half point dogs. Total in that game, 225 and a half. Coming up still, we got the Bucks three and a half point dogs on the road against Minnesota. Total in the game, 225 and a half. We also have Denver. They opened as 10 point favorites, now down to eight and a half. I can never bet the uh, Blazers, even at home in this spot. Second night of a back to back, I believe, for the Nuggets. Yeah. Uh, two fifteen and a half is the total. Hornets, 12 and a half point dogs against the Grizzlies. And then the Spurs, 10 and a half point dogs against the Lakers. Peach, in the uh, Big Ten college hoops, you talked about Illinois. And I don't really care that they lost to Penn State on the road in a regular season game. You know, like you said, they do have four seniors on that team. Other than, like, Brad Underwood, I, I do like that team, to be honest. I just, I don't know, come March, if they have what it takes. Other than Purdue, or maybe it is just Purdue, who do you like in the Big Ten this season, college hoops? Oh, I don't even like Purdue. I uh, I like Illinois. <laughs> I like Mich- I like Illinois. I like Michigan State. Those are those are the only two teams that I like. How can I like Purdue? What is there possibly that I could like about a team coached by Matt Painter? Can I ask you a question? Do you, if yeah. you were like, if you're a fan of a college basketball team, would you want Matt Painter to be your head coach? I have this I have this discussion with my friends all the time. Like college basketball is such a funny sport because obviously the tournament is so hard to win and like it's tough at times to judge coaches off of that. But at the end of the day in any sport, you should be judged on the postseason. You should be judged on championships. And in college basketball, really you're judged on final fours. Like you don't even have to win the titles. It's all about the final four. Matt Painter can't even do that. If he was your coach, would you be happy knowing that you'd be in the tournament every single year, you'd have good teams, but that you never, ever do anything in the tournament? Like, would you want him as your coach? Because I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. And this is why people always get pissed or they get mad at me because everybody always talks about, like, I'm a Green Bay fan, right? And people or even in, like, even if you want to talk like Notre Dame football, getting to the college football playoff isn't fun when you get blown out by 24-plus <laughs> points. You know what I mean? And you can't even cover the number. And, and like, that's the thing. Like, everybody talks about, like, sustained success. Well, you don't want to be a fan of a crappy team. You don't want to be a fan of the Washington Commanders or the Washington Wizards. At least if you're a fan, let's say, of the Washington Commanders, this season you have the number three pick in the draft. I'm sorry, the number two pick in the draft. So that could be Drake Mayer. It could be Jaden Daniels. And then you could get your quarterback of the future. I would rather be, like, a fan of the Washington Commanders than a fan of... You know, just like to throw it out there and like switch up sports, like a fan of the Chicago Bulls, where every year you're not bad enough to have a lottery pick, but you're not good enough to actually be a threat in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like that's sports hell to me. And the same thing in the NFL. You know, like if you're picking like 15th, 16th, even like, I don't want to use the Seahawks as an example because they have a new coaching staff coming in, but I will, like, because they're in the same division as the Niners and now the Rams, the two best offenses in the league. So they'll probably again this year with Gino win like eight, nine games. And then you don't suck bad enough to get a franchise changing pick, like a top five pick. But you're not like, let's be honest. Like are the Seahawks good enough to win the Super Bowl? No. So yeah, I I don't know. Like with, with, with 
with Matt Painter. Like regular season stuff doesn't really matter, especially in college basketball. But I guess I would ask you the same question with John Calipari. though. Like, would you want Cal as your guy then? You know he's going to recruit lottery picks, guys that are going to be in the NBA. You know you're going to win 20-plus games. You're guaranteed probably to go to the Sweet 16 and then get eliminated in heartbreaking fashion by a team less talented. Would you yeah. sign up for that? Because I'm with you. I, no, I don't. I would rather like... have I would rather have Cal than Painter, certainly. I mean, I would. Like, that's the thing, and I agree with you. Like, at the end of the day, it's about winning championships. Like, that's what sports is about. I'm not here for a partic- participation award. I'm not here for how many yeah. wins you get in the regular season. You know what I mean? Like, the Ravens had a great regular season this year. It doesn't matter because they didn't win the title. Like, I mean, you want a coach. Like, Eric Musselman, right, is a great example. Arkansas is not always the best team in the regular season. Tom Izzo, same thing. But they're so good in the tournament. They're great tournament coaches, so... I, uh, yeah, man, I'm with you on Painter. Like, and Purdue's in a tough spot because they can't ever get rid of him, right? You're not going to do better than Matt Painter. He's a great regular season coach, and he gets you to the tournament every year, and you just hope that eventually, you know, Tony Bennett is a terrible tournament coach, but even he got through one time and won it all. So that's the hope, is that if you get yourself in the dance enough times, like, eventually you'll get it there. You can't really put your finger on it, but it's just like each coach has a different feeling like not all tournament losses are created equal, right? Matt Painter's lost to a 16 seed, a 15 seed. He's lost to North Texas. He's lost to Arkansas Little Rock. Like he has lost to teams that are just like, it's inexplicable. Some of the teams that he has lost to, you know? So that's, uh, that's where I'm at. Plus I just, the way he builds his teams aren't, built for success in March, right? He's always looking to get the seven-footer, which is great in Big Ten play. Like, that's fine. But that's why people thought his best chances with Jaden Ivey. You had a lottery pick guard, and, like, sure, you could see them doing some damage. I don't know, man. To answer your question, though, I don't trust Purdue. Um, Don't trust Wisconsin. Absolutely not. Michigan State and Illinois are the only teams I like. If I had to make a bet on one Big Ten team right now, certainly to win it all or make the Final Four, it would be... Michigan State. I just is it's his own in the tournament, man. Like it's just it's that simple. And Michigan State was a top five preseason team. They're reminding me a lot of last year's team where it wasn't all pretty at times, but they got veteran guards. They're a veteran team. You're gonna you know they're just gonna be tough as nails. And at the end of the day, like how many coaches in the NCAA tournament would you take over Tom Izzo? Bill Self is probably the only answer. I mean, right? Isn't it self one is O two if you're in the tournament? Yeah, like, current or, active coaches. Yeah, yeah, I guess current, right? I was trying to think right there. I mean, Shashevsky's yeah. not there. Jay Wright's not there. Roy Williams Jay isn't there. Gone, so you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, Danny Hurley. I think yeah, he won, but he's got to prove it. Yeah, he um, won one, but he, yeah, and he's also a nutcase, man. He's like you a know. Liability. I mean, Patino's obviously an all timer. He's a Hall of Famer, one of the best, but. I mean, he hasn't been in the college game, you know? So I think I think it's Izzo, yeah. Izzo's two. I mean, him and Bill Self, they might even be 1A and 1B, honestly. Um, so, yeah. I just – I think I it's Michigan I State honestly, I wouldn't bet a Big Ten team. Like, I wouldn't waste my money on futures for a Big Ten team unless it was Michigan State, and it's because of coaching and it's because of Tom Izzo. Like, in the NBA, man, I really don't care who the head coach is unless it's Eric Spolstra. Like, I hate betting against Spolster. I hate having, like, Celtics futures, and you have to go against that guy. But other than that, you know, like, 
historically even. Like Pat Riley, yeah, he was a great coach, but he always coached talent. Like Phil Jackson, yeah, sure, he was the Zen master and he has all the championship rings, but he also coached Michael J- Michael Jordan. I almost said Michael Jackson. Jeez, it's Friday night almost at 10 p.m. after a long uh, three weeks. M- Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Shaq, Kobe, you know what I mean? Like, whereas in, in college hoops, it really is. It's like X's and O's, man. It's after timeout plays. I mean, sure, like, because... Every year, Kentucky has the most talented team. Look at some of these teams they've had that haven't been able to get it done. Like the team that oh, lost to Kaminsky in Wisconsin, right? Like with the Harrison Twins. Towns, like the team, Booker. Like yeah. The, I was going to say the Towns team. Like, dude, he had Booker coming off the bench. Booker was like the seventh man on that team. The Jamal Murray team. Like, that's the one thing you could say about Cal, though, man, is he put he puts guys into the pros and he makes guys a lot of money. And at yep. the end of the day, that's how you recruit. But, yeah, yeah. The people in Kentucky, though, because, like, I have a bunch of family members that are huge Kentucky basketball fans, a lot of them absolutely hate Cal. That's why I asked that question earlier tonight. And, yeah, they're, like, they're not happy at all, which is funny because – like we were just talking about Illinois and we're talking about these teams in the big 10. And if you're ranked 15th, 17th in the country and you have 21, 22 wins at this point, that's a good season for Kentucky. This year has been a letdown. This is a huge game tomorrow. I'm all in on Kentucky. That makes or breaks my day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, again, we're going to hit a commercial break and I'm going to bet, I'm going to bet Kentucky a little bit more. I I feel like this almost might be like spot of the year for, for Kentucky here. It's this game tomorrow is almost to the point where I'm actually rooting for Kentucky to win the game because I have so much on them. You know, when you bet against your team and it's like, you know, even if I lost some money, like my team still know, like I'm actually rooting for Kentucky tomorrow. Like they, they got to win this game for my wallet and Bama's fine. They're in the tournament. They'll be in a good spot. This is a game they should lose. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm rooting for Kentucky tomorrow, Ryan. I really am not going to wear any Bama gear tomorrow. Watch the game. I might have to send you a, uh, I'll send you maybe a maybe a little. Uh, who who should I send you? You want a Tony Delk jersey? Maybe a little double Antoine zero. Walker? Isn't that Tony? Oh, Antoine Walker. Yeah, there you yeah. go. There's little a Antoine. Chicago guy. Speaking of Chicago guys, I look in the chat right here, and man, even yeah, like like good point here from Chicago. Derrick Rose went to Memphis of all places to be coached by Cal. Cal yeah. would actually have another national championship. People forget if Derrick Rose hits his free throws down right. the stretch. Who was that? Who was that other Derrick guard Rose. he had with the two last names? That played for the Nets oh. in the NBA. Uh, CT. Uh, that was um. Hold on. Yeah. Oh damn. Yep. It, that's gonna drive me absolutely nuts. Hold damn. on. I don't even want to know it because I should know this. I am so exhausted right now. It was um. Now you're gonna have to look it up for me. I am. Oh my god, it's gonna drive me nuts. You yeah. know that? Do you know that Derrick Rose was actually supposed to go to Illinois? He committed. Well, I don't know if he committed, Chris but Douglas him and Eric Roberts. Gordon. Chris. Yeah, Douglas, Douglas CDR. CDR. That's what I, I couldn't get it out. Chris yep. Douglas Roberts. That's, he that's also couldn't hit free throws. That Memphis <laughs> team just couldn't hit free throws. That was the issue, man. They didn't like they. It's a typical Cal team. They didn't drop any sets. They didn't actually run any offense. But it was just a bunch of dudes that could get buckets. Yeah, yep. man. That was a fun year. That was a fun year of college basketball. Derrick Rose, Derek was, Rose awesome. was so good. He was so good. Dude. Remember when, like, it was a conversation who should go number one between him and Michael Beasley? I did. Although Derek did get hurt, so. All right, BetMGM tonight. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, Sweat Chamber. We got to take a look at these NBA games. We'll hit on some NFL before we get out of here. We'll rehash our 
college hoops bets for a Saturday. Plenty more to come up. Bet MGM, Ryan Horvath, PJ Glass. We'll be right back in just a few. Head over to BetMGM to place a better three. This is BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL. with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. BetMGM tonight, Ryan Horvath, PJ Glasser with you here on a Friday night. Still about an hour and 20 to go before we hit the weekend. We're going to hit on the uh, college slate once again for Saturday. Good slate. PJ's getting me more and more excited about Alabama, Kentucky. Kentucky, now one and a half point favorites in the game. I like the Cats. We're going to talk a little Wake Forest-Duke. But we got some NBA games about to start. We're pretty uh we're pretty heavy on the Bucks tonight. Now, I got the Bucks plus four. It did go back down to three and a half, then back up to four against the Timberwolves. Bucks on the road. Pretty much everybody going for both teams other than Chris Middleton. Peach, you went uh, a little Bucks money line during the break. Huh? You're all in sure now. Sure did. Chet, double double. Yep. See, this is the problem. I uh last night we hit Jokic triple double, <laughs> then I put some of it on the stand for Cardinal. That didn't work out, but we're we're going right back to the well. Chet Holmgren double double cashes in the third quarter. So we're throwing a little money on the Bucks money line right now. Ryan, if the Bucks do not win this game, I am not betting an NBA side the rest of the regular season. That is a promise. I will not do it the rest of the year. I will only bet props in the NBA if the Bucs do not win this game. So the fate of my NBA betting for the 2024 regular season in the NBA lies in the hands of Giannis and Dame tonight. And hopefully they end Doc Rivers. What could go wrong? And Doc Rivers. Yeah, what could go and wrong Doc. right there? And don't forget mm-hmm. Brooke Lopez as well. PJ, I love you, but you've now talked me into the Bucs tonight. <laughs> I only planned on betting Wake Forest and Kentucky tomorrow. So if they lose this bet, I will come to your house tonight at 2.15 a.m., with a with a sock full of quarters and I'll whack no, it. See, Making a show see, debut. But you gave me go Stanford. On, you gave me Stanford last night. So I get okay, a mulligan. Fair. I gave I get a mulligan. I get a mulligan. I hold on though. Let me before we get to Dylan really quick. I gave you Stanford, but I also gave you the asterisk that this is like the worst bet that you could possibly make. This is a bad team. Why the hell and again, why were they favored over Oregon? Is it just because I don't of the know. success that they I didn't want to bet a game. I didn't want to bet a game, but this is what you do. You go, Paige, you only live once. You got you need some action after <laughs> the show. All right, Horvath. I'll bet I'll bet Stanford. Fine. <laughs> then I'm checking the score. No, no, I, I meant to say the, Washington State. I get out of the shower. They're down six. I'm scrolling on TikTok for 20 minutes. Look at the phone. They're down 15. Horvath, what happened to the fighting McCaffreys? What are we doing? Hey, they got, they they had Peach, Peach. They had some good looks. They just weren't dropping. Isn't that what we say (laughs) in the biz? Anyway, Dylan Mitchell, who's been working on the show for like three years now, finally making a show debut. He's got, he's got three plays tonight in the association. Now Dylan, Dylan, like I told Carpick last night. Now, now Carpick let me down. Carpick is a great man. He's great at his job. I saw he was touting his plays on Twitter. He was, he was hitting 80 to ones and whatnot. But he was 0 for 3 last night for me. I am going to bet every single one of these. I have the notepad ready to go. Do me well. 
if you even yeah. go two and one, if you go two and one, I'm Venmoing you tonight. So, so where are we going tonight in the NBA? Perfect. You got three plays for us. You you can parlay this yourself uh, at the end for plus five seventy one. Little spoiler alert on that, but uh, okay. it's all minus bets for you. But in the Nuggets, my first one, I got the Nuggets to cover eight and a half. Uh, for against Portland, they beat them twice earlier this month, once by nine, once by twelve, and uh, just last night they won by twenty. For me, that's uh, easy money back in Jokic. Uh, my second one, I took uh, Golden State and the Hornets to go over. Um, they have not seen each other yet this year, and the Hornets have um, basically two-thirds of their games with uh, no rest. They go over. So that's a little nerd stat for you, but I'm, I'm leaning on the, the trend right there. And then uh, my last one, I took Wemby double-double. Last night, he got 19 and 13 while going against Sabonis. I think that's a pretty tough defensive matchup. He also got five blocks, five steals. Uh, earlier this year, Wemby got 10 blocks himself, so I think a double-double for him. It's only minus 125. I like that bet a lot. Uh, the Spurs are also 2-0 and against the spread against the Lakers this season, so for some reason, the Spurs play good against the Lakers, so I like backing Wemby in that one. Look at our guy, Bill. Look at our guy. I'm tailing him. You got that, Horvat? Nugget spread over in the Hornets. Wemby double-double, baby. That's your trifecta. Yeah. Friday night. Dylan? There it is. Dylan, hold on. Hold on. Dylan, before you get out of here, who's winning the NBA okay. finals? You're, you're an NBA guy. Are my Come Celtics on. finally going to get it done? Yeah, this isn't uh, me being an NBA guy thing. This is the Boston Celtics because there's no other uh, reason why. If you know that video, you know the rest. The Boston Celtics is the best, baby. Well done. That's a good line right there. Mic drop for our guy, Dylan. What if Dylan goes 3-0? and You're going to have to give him a Friday night regular spot every night for Dylan if he goes 3 Yeah, he's he got it. Goes him, and one. Trista, 7-11 on BetMGM tonight. He's got it. He gets to fill in for he's me got every it. Friday, except, except for football season. That's when I like being here on Friday, Speech. No, I'm there kidding. I always go. love being here on Friday. What's, what's, your favorite, what's your favorite Dylan Mitchell play of the three? Which one, when he gave it out, were you like, oh, I really, really like that one? So I'm with him on Wemby tonight. I like Wemby. I'm gonna I'm gonna mm. tell the Wemby. Mm-hmm. I might even play some alts, dude. I'm all in, I'm just all in. I'm a big Wemby guy. I might have to get a jersey. You know, I mean, I bet Wemby. I still can't believe that there was a spot this season, and there might have even been a better number, but I didn't find it. Plus one twenty for Wemby to win Rookie of the Year. Peach. It was always his destiny to win that award. Yeah. Right. Ooh. Chet's great. Chet made you some money tonight. Chet's awesome, he did. right? He did. OKC has a legit shot to win a playoff series. Maybe no even doubt. to win the NBA Finals. Maybe I'm like, no, under relax, a bit. See, relax. We're, yeah, we're on the same page. Like in the NBA, you don't skip steps, right? No, like, you don't. You don't. Yeah. They're not winning the but, Finals. But you know what? I keep saying that, but then I watch them, man, and like SGA is the real deal. Oh, I mean, he should probably be the MVP. It's not just that he could score the basketball like from anywhere on the floor. The mid-range game, he could get to the cup, he could hit threes. But also, he's a really underrated defensive player. Maybe he's underrated. I don't know. He's a good defensive player. I'll tell you that, though. So, yeah, I mean, I wish I would have played SGA before the season. I'm not going to play him now at, like, plus 250. I, I, it's still probably a smart bet, but I would want a much better price if I was going to tie up my money for the next couple months in that market, which is why I would look at, like, Tatum or Luka. But they don't really have a legit shot. Like you said, I mean, it's most likely going to 
it should be SGA over like team success should matter as far as MVP though, especially in the Western conference, man. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I would like to see SGA win it. Horvat, the wizards uh, are down 40. Down I 40 mean, it's points. like you go to the bathroom and, and it's like they go from 20 to 35 and it's just in the blink of an eye. But to your point, I mean, that just speaks on the thunder too. You know, it's the wizards being bad. It's also the thunder being good. That's why I'm so happy. Chet. Yeah. Got that final rebound because I don't think he's coming back into. Why would you play him? You're up 37 heading into the fourth quarter. Like SGA should not see the floor. Chet should not see the floor. Like don't play these guys. So thank God he got his 10th board because I don't think he's coming back in. Another prop that I was considering tonight in the late game. I'm with you and Dylan. I like the Weminyama double double. Steph Curry over six and a half assists was plus 115. That interests me a little bit. The Hornets are, like, terrible against point guards. They give up, like, nine assists a game. I mean, it's the Hornets. It's the second night of a back-to-back. Like, sure, Curry could go out there and drop 40. I think this is one of those games you let your teammates cook. It's the second half of the season. You're trying to make a run to get into the playoffs. Like, this is one of those confidence booster games. This is when you let Clay come off the bench and drop some points. This is when Kaminga goes off a little bit. Draymond maybe gets into the mix. I think we see Steph the facilitator tonight so uh six over six and a half assists i didn't pull the trigger we still got some time but i I was considering over six and a half assists for steph curry tonight your thoughts uh i like it i really do i would probably stay away only because we're gonna unload on college basketball in about 16 hours (laughs) and we also have our bucks coming up and you're on the money line in fact during the break during our long break here before the final hour of the show I might have to go throw on some some Bucks apparel for us, Peach. Oh, I went pretty hard do. on the Bucks. We we need to fear the deer. We need it all. We need it all. Do you? I need Nathan it. have a does Nathan have a Giannis jersey? You might need him to sleep in that. He's got some Bucks gear. I think he's only got a hoodie though. He doesn't have any Giannis gear, unfortunately. We should get him the the Air Freaks, the Giannis sneakers. We need we get to. him. We get we should get him a Pat Bev jersey since he's a Chicago guy. We're. I uh, I know I've said it a couple times here during the show, man, but I, I do think that the Bucks are going to be all right. I think everybody's, like, overreacted. You know, like, Trista's overreacted a little bit. Now, the Doc Rivers hiring. That's, that's the See, that's, 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 that's the, the issue, yes. man. Because, see, you Why know, would they Adrian do that? Griffin, though. Why, if they would have just stuck just... it out with Bud. Like, if Bud was coaching Dame and Giannis, imagine being Mike Budenholzer now. Now, you probably don't care because you're rich. You're rich. You have your championship ring. And you just get to like get paid to do absolutely nothing. Like that's the other thing about the Bucks, man. They're right now paying three head coaches. They're paying Doc Rivers. They're they're paying Adrian Griffin, and they're still paying Mike Budenholzer. They have three head coaches all on the books right now. That's wow. just absolutely wild for a team that won a championship two years ago. That's what's wild about the NBA, though, man. Like Monty Williams and Mike Budenholzer just faced off in the NBA Finals. And Monty Williams was the runner-up for Coach of the Year. That was three years ago. That was my first year in D.C. Now both of those guys, I mean, Monty Williams has a job, but he shouldn't. He's probably the most overpaid dude in the league. But both of those guys are out from those jobs, out of Phoenix and Milwaukee. That's what's wild about the NBA, right? Makes, like, makes It's no kind sense. of the same in the NFL, I guess. But usually, like, if a guy is gone, it's because he goes back to the college game or he's just, like, done with his team. I, I don't know. It's pretty crazy um coming up still tonight on the show we'll hit on some nfl nightly news even though the season 
<laughs> during the offseason. Still a lot going on. Uh, also, we'll hit on some Big 12 futures as well. Big college slate tomorrow. A lot that we like. We'll uh, talk some sides, talk some total, talk some totals, obviously, as well. Hit you with some live scores. Not a whole lot going on in college basketball. In fact, uh, nothing at all tonight. But we do still have some NBA. We got an hour to go. What better way to spend your Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern than to sit back and join us for some NFL nightly news and college basketball talk, Peach. Are you starting to feel it a little bit? The Bucks starting to heat feel it. When we through? come back, I want to ask you a, uh, a March Madness question. That'll be a tease, but I want to get your thoughts. I'll ask you a question. Uh, to start hour number four, this show's flying by, by the way, Horvat. I'm enjoying myself. How about you? Oh, yeah, absolutely, Paige. We'll be right back. We're going to uh, close things out, the final hour of the show. Ryan Horvat, PJ Glasser, BetMGM tonight. Also, we got to tell the people what's coming up tomorrow. Steve Spagnola joining the network. It's going to be big, big. BetMGM tonight. We'll be right back in just a few. Head over to BetMGM to place a better three. This is BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL.